Welcome to Money Freedom for Photographers, where I teach you how to question all your money beliefs, show up and sell your photography, and create a business that feels amazing. I'm your host, Safina Duke. Hi, photographers. Okay, so today we're talking about something that I get a lot, which is, is my work worth it? So this is often when people change their prices or they up their prices, anything when they're going into something kind of uncomfortable, they start to wonder like, is, are people going to buy this? Is it worth the money that I'm charging? It's actually just kind of like a sneaky thought error because it's not really true no matter how you, (laughs) no matter how you answer it. So I want to just kind of like explain why. So think about the worst case scenario of what your brain is really afraid of when it's asking if you're good enough yet. Worst case scenario is what like take a second and pause this and answer what that is for you. What's the worst case scenario if your work isn't good enough? So the worst case scenario is that your work isn't worth it and it's just not that good. And what happens is that you go out And you offer to do work for people. You offer to take people's pictures or you do a model call and you get people in and you do mediocre or not good work, right? Because it's possible that it's just not good enough and people don't buy it because it wasn't good enough, but it's actually optional to make it mean something terrible about yourself. You could just decide that you're going to keep going no matter what, that you're going to keep getting better no matter what, and that you're going to just keep selling your work no matter what. And what your brain is trying to do by asking that question is avoid all the energy that you're putting in if you were to get somebody in your studio or get somebody in for a photo shoot and do all this work, get all these pictures done, and then them not buy anything. But your worst case scenario is still better than where you're at right now. You're still practicing selling. You're still practicing your photo shoots, which is the way that you get better at both of those things. (laughs) And you're still going through the process and giving people an opportunity to buy from you, right? Whereas when your brain says, I'm just not good enough, and wants to go on continuing to undercharge or just not charge at all or folio build, right? That's like the same exact thing. Like you're still going through all the work, you're still going through all the motions, but you're not practicing selling and you don't have any space to make money because you're not charging for your work or you're not charging enough for your work. So isn't that kind of sneaky? It's like the worst case scenario is that your work just isn't that good, but people will buy it if they like it and they won't buy it if they don't like it. So the worst case scenario is still better than where you're at right now, which is that you're not charging those prices for your work. And the worst case scenario is that you get better every time you do a photo shoot, every time you attempt to charge $1,000 for your work, you get closer and closer to it being worth it. And somebody out there finds value in your pictures. There's this analogy that we use in the coaching industry 
and I hope I get this right, <laughs> but it's basically like somebody could go outside and they could talk to a pole, like a street pole <laughs> or like a lamp post or something every single day and they would get more value out of that than most people get in their lives, like of just keeping things inside, right? Just having a coach to talk about your problems with or having a designated time to get things out of your brain and into the hands of somebody who can help you or just somebody who can listen to you, like a pole, <laughs> just having that is more valuable than what most humans have, which is like they don't have people to just listen to them or they just don't have people to be neutral about things. They have maybe people that will listen to them and give them terrible advice or just maybe they just have it all bottled in their head all the time. So that's an, that's an analogy that we use. So even if, for example, like somebody thinks that they suck as a coach, you can still get a client and you can still provide them an amazing value just by being there to listen to their stuff, something that they never would have had without you. So that's the analogy we use. And it's kind of like that in the photography industry. It's like you don't know what value people are getting out of your pictures. You don't know if somebody just paying you is value enough that they're treating themselves to a photo shoot with you. You don't know if they've never been in a picture before and just the act of them deciding to be in front of the camera and deciding to love themselves no matter what they see, no matter what the end result is, that's freaking valuable, <laughs> right? And you don't know that. You don't know if they're getting that from you. You don't know what they, why they could be signing up with you. It's not just because you're the, a world-renowned, award-winning photographer, right? It could be a multitude of reasons. It could just be that they like to have somebody to take their picture every year, and that's the value that you provide for them. So it's so funny that when you're asking the question of, is my work good enough? It's like your work is just one tiny part of it. Your work is always growing, and the more that you practice your work, the better it will be, the more that you learn and you improve on it, and you learn and you improve through selling it, through doing more photo shoots, through giving people like maybe you just need to get people in and do model calls and do free uh, free photo shoots, but you still can sell practice selling your work after. Like you can give people one portrait for free, and you can practice selling the rest of them. That's how you get better. But it's just one small part of the huge thing that you're doing with portraits, which is making people feel seen, having a connection with somebody. That that happens before you even do the pictures. That happens outside of the actual camera and the actual finished product. That happens in the studio or in the photo shoot, right? You make people laugh. You make people feel good. You make people feel beautiful, you are giving them the value of time that's just for them. If you're a mom, you know how valuable that is. Like if you photograph families or if you photograph moms, do you know how valuable it is to give them the time to get dressed up by themselves, <laughs> be away from their kids, or to just say to the like just the act of declaring to the universe, like I am a mom and I love my kids, but I'm going to do something for myself today. I'm going to get a sitter today. <laughs> I'm going to make it about something. I'm going to make myself 
you know, something more than just a mom today. I'm going to look at myself like an actual individual and I'm going to do my hair and makeup. And that that's an experience, right? <laughs> the hair and makeup is an experience. You can offer all of these things without being the best photographer in the world. You can offer so much for people. So that whole question, like I said, it's designed to keep you from expending effort. Our brain's job is just to keep us as efficient as possible, and it's also to avoid pain. Our brain just thinks that if we can avoid doing all this work, like setting up our price list, and that's hard, and then offering it to people, that's hard, right? And then people saying yes or no to it, that's difficult. And so instead of doing all that, let's just sit around and say, are we even really worth this? That's what our brains want us to do because they don't want us to go through all of that effort and get nothing out of it. But what I hope that I've illustrated today is that you can get something out of it even if you're not selling your work, even if it's not the best work ever, you're still providing a service to your clients and you're still practicing getting better at selling and at doing your work, which is like the most important thing that you can do in your business, right? And then the last thing too is that I just want you to remember that practicing photo shoots, like you don't have, people don't have to buy from you. People don't just buy things that they don't think are valuable. People don't just buy things for fun. You don't just spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on nothing. You buy it because you want it and because it serves a purpose. So that's what your clients will do. They'll buy it if they think it's good. And that means that they got something out of it and you shouldn't stop them from that. (laughs) You're just like doing everybody a disservice if you're not letting people buy things from you because you're judging your work. I see people asking all the time. They'll do a whole photo shoot for somebody. The person, the client will love the pictures. They'll buy it. And the photographer will be disappointed in the work that they did. And it's like, if your client got that much value out of it, that they actually bought it and they loved it, don't ruin that by telling them that the pictures actually suck and that you want to do more. Like just use that as your own personal learning. And the last thing about if you're good enough yet is that when you practice doing a bunch of photo shoots and charging for your work, it's a shortcut to seeing where you need to grow. So it's so easy when you're just practicing to be in your studio and be like, oh, I'm just tinkering around with this thing and I'm just like messing around with this thing, right? But it gets really real when you have a real client in front of you and you have to practice. You got to get like at least 20 usable shots, right? Or 30 or 40 or 50. And you got to figure out how to edit them in time and you got to figure out how to how you're going to sell them to your clients. And there's this whole process that you have to keep practicing and you're going to suck at that process at first. So the faster you can start practicing it, the faster you'll get good at it. Every time you do a photo shoot, you see something that went wrong and you're just like, boom, you can fix that for the next one. Like you see that you failed at your lighting or that you didn't know how to fix your lighting, you can fix that. You see that your client's makeup looked weird in front of the camera, it looked off, you can fix that. You can have a conversation with your makeup artist. These are all things that you can just learn by doing and that don't let your brain tell you that you're just not good enough to charge yet. Go charge. The worst thing that can happen, once again, is that somebody just doesn't buy from you or that maybe they just tell you that you're just not worth it and you believe them. 
If somebody tells you that you're not worth it and you don't believe them, that's not really that bad of a thing, right? So the worst thing is that they can confirm something that you already believe in yourself and you'll feel a feeling and you'll feel negative for a little bit and then you'll just get back up and keep going because that's what business owners do. So you got this. Your work probably is better than what you think it is. Remember, you're comparing it to thousands and thousands of photographers on Facebook and on Instagram. Go do some practice shoots. Go charge something that makes you feel uncomfortable and get good at selling it. All right. I'll talk to you next week. If you enjoyed the show today, you have to come check us out over at our free Facebook community. You can find it by searching on Facebook for the group called Money Freedom for Photographers or linked in the show notes. I would love to see you in there. Thank you.